Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 20. I think it's 20. Of falling Forward with Dan Rostack. That's me. That's my voice right there. Um, this is the part two of the Rich Wilson episode. So as it's part two, there's not... I don't have to ramble too much at the start, which is very nice for me, personally. Less work and all that. Um, although if there's a big gap between listening, just a reminder... This episode's not exactly safe for work. In terms of swearing and sexual content, it's just basically me and Rich thundering into each other for an hour. So be aware of that. And as you know, the people coming from part one, it's been a lovely chat so far. And once I've done the plugs, I'll get out of the way and let you listen to the rest. You can find Rich at I am Rich Wilson on Twitter and Instagram. You can find his podcast, Insane in the Men Brain. I have to say it like that. I have to really concentrate when saying that sentence. Uh, On all your favourite podcast places. Um, And yeah, Patreons. Patreon.com forward slash Danasak if you want to support the pod. Kind of the only reason I get to continue doing this is because of the Patreons. So if you meet any of them in the street, give them a hug for me. Not that you'll know what they look like. Just give everyone a hug, assuming they support this podcast. Um, is that it? Is that all we need to talk about? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I've got so rambly with these intros that I uh, edit myself so heavily that I then feel like I haven't said anything in the intro. You know, how are you going to develop a parasocial relationship with me without me saying cool and witty things at the start of the show? You know? Oh! Yes, one more thing. Regular listeners, I've moved where the adverts happen in the podcast. Uh, So now what will happen is you get the one at the start and then you'll get one at the end of the intro rather than it happening during the episode. So there's no extra adverts happening or anything like that. It's just that now they won't interrupt the flow. Someone mentioned they were doing that the other day and I thought they don't have to. So they won't, you know? I could ram them both right at the start, but that feels excessive. All right, all right, I'll get out of the way. I'll get out of the way. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, um, so yeah, getting back to the being inclu- in, uh, inclusive and... They were talking about the gender, the roles changing and describing what but a man actually is. Yeah. Like, again, coming back to your podcast, like, those roles changing isn't a bad thing. No. You know, no. the idea that maybe you're not, as a bloke, going to be the breadwinner yeah. isn't a problem. Not at all. Like, not if, at all. if the, if you, in a, what what is the big word? Heteronormative. Right. I know. That, <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. But if you're in a like heteronormative relationship and your partner, your wife is earning more money than you, mm. that's fine. It's fine. As long as you're both pulling your weight as yes. such. That's exactly and, where and I'm at, yeah. Or your weight as in what each other expects from you, yeah. not what. Well, that's it. I mean, I am in exactly that position with Jade. Oh yeah, you can't be earning anything. No, can you? I'm earning. I'm earning nothing. Nothing. But Jay and Jade is I've earning. Seen your stand up. <laughs> this isn't. Is this what you've come down? You watched the video, and right, I'm gonna get that cunt. I've watched that one. <laughs> Just one. But I watched a 90 second clip, and I was like, Oof. Yeah. "What? Oof. Yeah. Oof. Well, I'm going down. Trace descriptions <laughs> and." <laughs> Yeah, but you can't see it, listeners, but I'm air quoting stand up every time. <laughs> every time. So, so you're a I'm doing comedian. the slow ones as well. <laughs> the patronising. Yeah. With the eyes as well. With the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but that <laughs> that's where we're at. Jade earns more than I do. Um I'm I'm in a transitional phase of my career where I used to rely heavily on the club circuit. The club circuit that's now very much changing. Yeah. So my so my uh, income has has so you, struggled is, is changing. At Edinburgh. Yeah. Edinburgh. You talk about transitioning. You you did a like longer form show. Yes. Have you done many of those? Because you've been doing stand up for since uh, two thousand and four. <laughs> uh, are you working as a barman at That's a comedy exactly, club? And, yeah. and you thought I can do that. Yeah. And did it. Uh, so you've been doing it a while. Fifteen years. Yeah. But have you had many opportunities to do those sort of bigger, more structured shows? Only I only started doing it uh, two thousand and fourteen. Uh, I'd been up to Edinburgh two thousand and six as a. Fly- Lyra mm. and doing promotion for comedy clubs up there just to have a look see what it was about and I, I basically spent the whole time pissed 
Yeah. Uh, went back up again 2007 as a flyer. Didn't go up again until... Oh, I did. I went, briefly, I went up in 2010, maybe, with Jim Smallman. I stayed with him for mm-hmm. a week and hung out with Jim and saw the festival. Had a nice time. And then... Um, I didn't go up again until 2014. Someone said, right, if you've done Edinburgh, we've done a show. Got to Edinburgh and it turns out I hadn't written a show. I just had some shit that I did in my club set. <laughs> and I, I was in the wrong venue. The venue was the other side of the Meadows, which is way out of town. I didn't have the time and date on my flyers. So that's, that's, that's quite, yeah, yeah that's, that's key. I exist. If, if anyone needs any advice... <laughs> On Edinburgh. Actually tell people <laughs> yeah, yeah. where you are. Actually tell people. I didn't have a photo, my name, <laughs> the date, all the venue on, a bit on of the paper. flyer. I was actually performing in Glasgow as well. But like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I tried. I was in Scotland. I was in Scotland, yeah. I would, it, so from 2014, that's when I started making the mistakes. And so this year's show at the festival was an amalgamation of my entire 15-year career and the last five years in Edinburgh. yeah. And so now I'm like, okay, cool, and it, and it was it, so this year was brilliant. It's all started to pay off. So you did Death now, Becomes yeah. Him, yes, yeah. So it's uh, like more of a biographical, yeah. Thing. But it was more, it was an amalgamation of all the shows I've done from 2014. Yeah. Beca- it became Death Becomes Him, mm. so I was able to package it lovely and mm. nice beginning, middle, and end, and all that sort of thing. But it's taken it's taken five years to get to that point. Do you find like? Having that structure makes it a little easier to sell it as well. From, yes. like, from like a journalistic point of view. Oh, absolutely. That's why you have to put a theme on it. You yeah, have to cause... say it's this. Because it's crowbarred in. Yeah. You're not, you're not. You they Back in, I think it's November, maybe maybe beginning of the year, you'll get an email going, right, Edinburgh Festival's coming up. Do you want to do it? Yeah. If so, what's, you have to show, you have to say the title and what it's about. You're like, fuck, I haven't even, yeah. I've just got over the last one. So you go, oh, actually... Oh, uh, there's a lot of shows up in Edinburgh about people that have died sadly, dead relatives and things like that. So Mm. I just went, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I was dead? (laughs) And then where would I go? Oh, yeah. I've got that story, that story. I can put that in. Now, the idea that you're dead is funny Mm. for 30 seconds. I found out. Now you've got to build an hour around it. Yeah. (laughs) And that's where... That's why a lot of it is very much crowbarred in. I'm probably giving too much away here. No, that's fine. But what I did have on my side is that none of these fucks are going to listen to it. They don't. They won't even click, click the and links. If you or do, anything. if you, any fans of Mr. Lasak and you go online and you look at those videos, you're, he's probably right. They're all shit. <laughs> you need more content, mate. I you need more. Got, you, got to, you should be putting up some more content in it. In it. But you, you've got the you got the podcast for that. It's fucking. Yeah. How many episodes of that? Yeah. Oh, oh mate, we're we're looking at what we're doing. It been doing it six months, seven months, eight, no, oh, eight months now, and smashing. As as my mum would say, you still plugging away at that. Yeah, oh, mate, my <laughs> mum. Fifteen years I've been doing this, and I I briefly like end of last year, I had a little bit of money, and I went and I just sent to my mum. I said I might learn how to be a barber just to have the skills. She went, oh, finally, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get a proper job. <laughs> I was horrified. I used to have to like. When when me and Pitt were doing it and we were making some money, yeah. I would literally the only way I could get my parents to understand it is like would be saying just financial things. I mm. might as well have just sent them spreadsheets, <laughs> like because that yeah. was the only way they could go. Oh, that's a thing that. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, they, yeah. they need to see the numbers. Yeah, because my mum still to this day cannot work out how I pay my rent. Yeah. 
I mean, Jade, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you know, I earn, I earn, I earn oh, do you know what? it's fucking shit at the moment. Uh, absolute shit. I was in my car the other day looking around for money to buy a tin of beans. Nice. Dog shit, mate. So yeah. God bless Jade and the ladies that have pushed themselves to the forefront of it's this funny. economy. So we talked about that, that tweet with Pip and, uh, so obviously Pip's talking about our old albums and yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. Asks, oh, yeah. someone says to him, like, Oh, when when are you going to do some more music together? And he says, "Fucking never. I'm going to do that's a solo it, album if it. I do anything." And that that same fucking day, well, I think it was the day before, I failed a credit check to get a proper gas meter. Oh god! And I'm just like, all of, my mind <laughs> at that moment was like, "Hang on a minute." Like, there's, I reckon, I reckon we, if me and Pip reformed, did an album and toured, mate, it would blow up. We're like, that's at least car buying money. That <laughs> might even be like a shitty flat money. Mm. Not, a, not a nice place to live, but bought outright. No Dude. rent. You know, do you know what I mean? More yeah. than the bed sit as well. Yeah. You're going to have at least an additional room. You'd like. have a roof over your head that was yours. Mate. So you got like that on the table and there's, there's Pip going, nah. And then I'm like, <laughs> do you know what? Fucking really angry about this, like Southern Electric not letting me have a real gas meter. <laughs> ah. I'm fucking sick and tired of going to the shop to buy gas on a car. You're still doing your music. I mean, that must have been insulting as well. Everyone, even I made a comment going, "Yeah, but you two got a body of work. It remains unsullied." Yeah. And but you've it's you've been one. you've still you've been putting out albums yourself. So I've done. I suppose I've done four. Mm. Like the two game soundtracks, are like a lot, a sort of collected demos thing, and an album proper. Yeah. So I've done more albums since Dan and Pip than I ever did during Dan and Pip, and uh, so it, it can be frustrating that. Mm. But I also do understand there is the way the internet works, the way media works yeah. in general. Like press one, what's new. You yeah. know, the music industry is very focused on the new. Same as comedy. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and like comedy at the moment, it seems like people are blowing up and then on telly in like three months. Yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what, I, I must have seen Michael McIntyre like nine times mm. before he blew up. Yeah. Because he used to come and play, I say nine times, it wasn't nine, but a lot of um, comedians, I think, with his agent, do South Street in Reading. Oh yeah, which is a ninety-seater room. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, sort yeah. of a bit of a warm-up, like Russell Howard off does the curb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so saw him a bunch there and him trying. But like, as soon as they're new, once they've blown up after all that work, mm. then it's. Onto the next one, onto the next oh, one. Oh, they're just, they're just flinging out new comics. They grab them, they go, mm. oh yeah, you've got it, you're the one. And they fling them out, they go, oh shit, you weren't the one. Right, next. But like, And then that person's binned. There's definitely something, like with, whether you like Michael McIntyre or not, like, he was still honed his craft. Yeah, oh, mate, worked. I remember Michael McIntyre to come up the creek, he'd be on in the middle, and he wasn't, Great, he was all mm. right, he was fine. You know, yeah. he did this bit about his over, trying to overtake a mini metro in his Porsche, it was quite funny. <laughs> and he had this threadbare velvet jacket on, and he and he was all right, yeah. wasn't anything to talk about. And then I didn't see him for years. And the next thing I see him, he's Michael McIntyre. Yeah, and like, holy shit, where the fuck did that come from? But he honed his craft, yeah, to, yeah, 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 to be better at his craft, absolutely. Whereas yeah. it does sometimes feel that. 
we're seeing people get onto TV whose intention was to get onto TV. That's, they don't want to do the circuit. They just see the circuit is beneath them. Yeah. They go, they get told from a very early stage, you are the next big thing. And they go, yeah, I fucking am. Mm. So they go, yeah, right. Okay, so let's do it. Go, yeah, all right then. So they put them on telly and then the public go, no, mm. you, what you, I don't, I can't relate to you. Nothing. And young people don't watch television. They're out. See what yeah. I find frustrating about that with with both the music industry and, and comedy is there's no safety net for when it goes wrong. No, none at all. So when none you, at all. when it when it fails, you fuck. They just you don't know? give a shit. They bin you off. Like the you I I have I used to have a another Twitter account just to follow depressed musicians. <laughs> like, like third album we're, oh no. we're done now oh musicians. Because no. I want to keep up with the news but I just don't want to fucking hear it every day. You know, <laughs> I'm going through it myself. Yeah, lads. yeah, yeah. I know, there. I get it. I get it, man. But like, yeah. there's no safety net but there's also no way, like, because of the way press works that they only want to talk about what's new there's no yeah, way back yeah. in no. like if i want to restart my music career so if i want to sell more than a couple of hundred records the best way for me to do it right now mm. would be not to be called dan sack yeah right it was like pick a new name and go back to the start and, and then make some music make and... some music under a different thing and right. and go that way because there's the press is more willing to, you know... Because it's new, wow. Because it's like a new band. <coughs> oh, who are these guys, you know? Yeah. The, the thing is, that with a lot of things, we want a story more than we want... Like, the press want the story of the thing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, okay, you yeah. want that, that backstory of whatever, rather than to talk about the thing. Because mm. when you talk about music... Like you're writing an article about music, it's kind of fucking boring. <laughs> you know, oh, there's this wicked solo, but it's like, you know, yeah, like, it's like the process of comedy. They go, oh, where'd you get your ideas from? And you go, well, from me head. Yeah, I just okay. I just walk around me, around me flat in me pants, and yeah, occasionally I'll be cleaning the oven, and something will happen, and I'll go, oh yeah, that's quite a funny idea. I'll, I'll have an idea. Yeah, well, I'm on YouTube. Yeah. I get lost down a down a video hole. And I go, oh, that's oh yeah, octopus. They're funny. Yeah, I talk about them. What if I was an octopus? And but yeah, but it's boring yeah. to talk about that. And there's a certain amount of trial and error as well. There's going to be stuff that you thought was going to be fucking hilarious, mm. and then you took it out, and everyone yeah. was like, "You smash every gig in your head." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Me and Pip did though. We were amazing. Angles is a fucking banger. <laughs> Angles is a banger, and I've said this to Pip. I say this to you, Angles, man. I know. I think uh, Pip was saying like the third album for both of us. Third album. Third but album. That's, but... I think that's you've honed your craft and all that. Yeah. Like um, the f- Angles for me. I t- again, I talked about this the other day. But Angles for me, I can. I I struggle to hear past the flaws. Oh really? At times, when you were yeah. still learning and yeah. But I, this is what I like. I. I, I did a podcast yesterday and they said to me, what are your favourite singers? And I always gravitate towards people that don't necessarily have a, a, a technically brilliant voice. Mm. So people like Marky Smith, Sean Ryder, mm-hmm. you know, Liam Gallagher, people like that, you know, the... the Sean Ryder's a fucking poet. Sean right? Ryder is a, is such a poet. Son, I'm only, I'm 30. Yeah. I only went with your mother because she's dirty. There you go. I mean, there are others, but that's the one you went for. <laughs> Tennyson, right there. But that, I always, so I like a flaw and I like a bit of a mistake and I like a, 
Yeah. And I, do you know, the thing is with angles, I wouldn't know where the flaws were. So, yeah. You know. And that, that is the thing, like when, when people talk about it, like me and both, uh, me and Pip both, there's also like, there's a track on that album that we both think's shit. And we only Which put one? it uh, back from L. Oh, garbage. yeah. Garbage. His writing is trash. <laughs> My beat is fucking average at best. And we only put it on because of how it went down live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone loved it live. And then when we were talking about it before releasing the album, we sort of implied we were going to leave it off. And then yeah. Twitter was like, whoa, yeah, you right, fucking right. got to go on there. And it's like, no, nah, guys, it is actually shit. We should have left it off. <laughs> but, you know, you make those decisions and stuff. Do. I saw you, you said you were going to try to sell your vinyl. I saw that. But that's only for space, man. Yeah. Like, I if can't... you've got angles on vinyl, I'll buy it off you. Because you can't get it. You can't get it. I, I, I want to go into why you can't get it, but... like that... It's expensive, I imagine, for one, nah. to, to produce it. I know it's out there. I've seen copies of it on, I... on eBay. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Yeah? Because yeah. There's, there's some business. Oh, no. There's more business, business. And, and shenanigans <laughs> and, and stuff. Pip knows why. Pip sometimes listens. Okay. He, he keeps telling me you're a good one, so he's probably listening right now. <laughs> All right, Pip. All right, Pip, doing? mate. If and you've got angles on vinyl, I'll buy it off you. He does. He does. I do too, but we'll talk about that later. We've got a few copies each, I think. But uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything, Pip. Don't worry. Don't worry, sir. Um, <laughs> Is this for Pip's version? You're gonna edit this out? Just gonna have a Pip version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, babe. <laughs> yeah. Hiya. I hope you're well. Mission. It's, it's a weird thing. Like, like I don't listen to Pip's podcast a lot. I like, I very pick and choose like the people I'm interested in. Okay, yeah. And I get, I, I said this on my Twitch stream, and like three people were like, it's fucking rude of you. Like, how dare you? Like, it's mm. your friend putting something in the world. And it's like, yeah. I sat in a van with him for 10 <laughs> fucking years. Like, I'm not, I'm not like yeah. uh, avoiding it, no. but I don't need to hear his voice for <laughs> like an, another hour. No. I've, I've heard, like we've no. talked and stuff. Of course you did. I've yeah, seen yeah, his yeah. penis. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know if I have seen his penis. I you must like... have done it 10 years, even by accident. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's probably... I usually kept my eyes shut, so. <laughs> I don't even want to know what you were doing. <laughs> Why his penis would be out and your eyes would be shut. What? We've got to pay the bills. We've got to keep warm in the van in a, on a winter's night. Yeah, I, I used to, you know, have to, <laughs> have to work for my, for my dinner. <laughs> you stay on board. You want to stay on board? <laughs> I think we've talked about a fair amount. Yeah. But talking about partnerships. Yes. Yeah. So you and Jade obviously live together. We but do. you're both comics. We are. And comics traditionally... A little bit mean to each other. You have japes and bants and stuff. Not at all. Do you not? not you not like? No. We argue like cat and dog. We really, and it's always epic when we when we go off. We fucking go. We were having one before you turned up. Actually, oh, Rich, that when yeah. I because what you went. Oh, like you just better go out. I went. I've been out. I've just got back in because <laughs> I I did a stomp. I did away. a stomp off. <laughs> you did a little stomp. Yeah, it was like after ten this morning. I went fuck you, fuck this, and she went. Yeah, go on, fuck off. I yeah. went. I fucking. You're gonna go walk about on the marsh. So I'll, <laughs> no, I'm not going down there. I did that once, and it's in it's apparently it's a dog inside. So I'm not. I'm not going down there. But I went up into town. I went to the bank and I had bought some coffee and I had a coffee. You had a look in the joint bank account and went, oh, no, it's all right. Mate, we ain't got a joint bank account. I forgive you. Are you kidding? 
It's like that old Eddie Murphy thing when she comes like you know, half like she's got like she's got like ten million and I put fifty quid in. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm contributing. I'm, I'm in there. I'm helping. Jade very much has kept us afloat financially. I take care of all the other stuff. Like I wash the underwear and yeah, drive us about. Um, but it, and and that like you were saying before about your about the roles and and being equal. Like you do your bit. Yeah. So even though financially I'm not contributing half as much well, as Jay well, this does, thing, but like, still... right, me and me and Andy are talking, and because she's got a son out in the states, okay. she's going to want to stay in the states. Yeah. So it makes more sense. Like, so I'm probably going to end up out there. Yeah. And I'm perfectly like, you know what? I'm gonna. She's never going to have to wash another pair of underwear for the rest of her <laughs> fucking exactly life. What I say. You know, I'm in. I'm in. I'm fully I'm over, in. I'm overjoyed when Jay goes. Oh, I've got clean pants. I go. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I took care of that. But like. I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to it as well. It's like, whoa, I think of all the things I'm going to have time to cook. You know, because I'm going to have a reason every day, you know, she's going to get so fat. I'm going to fatten that woman up. Yeah. You know, we're, we're both past 40. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're both we in love. Kind of in love, I suppose. Oh, wow. You're sort just of. talking yourself out of a visa. <laughs> no, she, I think that's an in-joke between us. We're okay. very mean. I think that's where that question... Right. I, I actually phrased it on here as brutality versus Jade. <laughs> because, like... Jade actually said, we did a thing for Vice magazine a couple of weeks ago. And we were sat, and there was a bit where they were going, right, we're just gonna, we just want to, we just want to film you two just talking. So we, yeah, yeah, <laughs> take your pants off. And we were, so we're in the pub, we were in the Glory in Haggerston, which is Jade's mates, the lovely pub, brilliant people. Yeah. Um, we were sat there video, vi- uh, videoing this thing, and I'm sat, sorry, mate, and I'm sat. You were doing the. Oh, was I straight in? Sorry, dude. He came in. Re- he came in real close. And yeah, he was, it was he was a, talking a, to you. Like Billie yes. Eilish. Yes. <laughs> Does she do ASMR? If you listen to it, it's very kind of... Uh, There's okay. all that going on. Uh, listen to uh, Je T'aime, Jane, Jane Birkin oh, yeah, yeah, and Serge yeah, yeah, Gainsborough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to her voice. No. He made her eat like chocolate cake while she was singing. So you get all that... Oh, that's what that is. Calm in her mouth, is basically. <laughs> chocolate calm in her mouth. Because someone was saying he's suck- she's sucking him off. No, I'm sure that's not... That's very rude. Very rude. I do apologise. <laughs> very rude. Let's take it back up again. So, <clears throat> what are we talking about? Haggerston. Haggerston. So, yeah, so we're doing this thing in for Vice. And we were sat and we just want to uh, video you two chatting to each other. So I'm sitting, I'm going, you all right? How's it been? And about five minutes in and Jade went, what are you doing? I'm, like, I'm just talking to my girlfriend. She went, we don't talk like this. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we do. She went, we don't. She goes, we're very combative. Yeah. And I went... Oh yeah, I suppose we are. Yeah, and anyway, then when we started digging each other out, then it yeah. got funny, and it, then it was like more natural. But then it was in Edinburgh, and it bothered me that she'd said that. I'm like, we are we? Are, is this the relationship we've got? We're just two combatants at each other. Mm. And then I went, no, actually, nice no, you. You're the combative one. <laughs> go fuck yourself. I'm a nice man. I know what a prick I can be. Yeah. But I'm not bringing this this attitude. But you could think of it like you're sparring, like two intellects. <laughs> pugilists. Yes, you know. Two intellectual you know, pugilists. It's like a, a conversational chess battle. <laughs> That's Between exhausting, lovers. isn't it? Can't we just sit and talk and have a nice time and... Why has it always got to be a fight, man? I, well, I do this because I get on these long rants sometimes. Mm. And um, 
I that I will catch myself. I'll, I'll realize that Andrea has not said anything for six or seven minutes. Right. And um, I my the my volume has gone up, <laughs> and I, I've just been giving a speech. You nice. know, I've been doing the angriest TED talk down the phone to her, <laughs> and it's like I have to catch myself. Like I think, but that's because you she's comfortable being competitive with you. Yes. You know, like you're both being yourselves. Yeah, yeah. But you both that. have to like, like I I have to, um, I've got this weird thing where I know loads about her job. Okay. Partially as proof that the people she works with are idiots. Like I right. can do some of their jobs and I've never even been in the building. <laughs> like, because I've, I've listened and it's like, and I'm really proud of it. And right. so, but the problem is, she'll be telling me something at work, and I'll go, "Oh, so that's column two. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be interrupting her. Uh, She's just trying to tell me about some silly and thing. You want to show her the knowledge? And I'm like, her. look at this. I know. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is how much I love you. And that's Maryland state tax. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Mm. Just uh, a typical man massaging yes. his fucking ego. Look at me. A mansplaining her job to yeah, her. Yeah. I mean, that's that's mansplaining squared, isn't it? That. Mm. Yeah. You've mm. really ramped it up. Oh yes. <laughs> I, with Jade, Jade is... I used to be the angry one in relationships. I realised this after I had some counselling. I was this big bag of anger and I didn't know why and I went and went and sorted it out. And I remember shouting and hollering one day. With, I was with my ex-wife and I was fucking screaming and shouting. And she just said, she goes, why do you have to be this way? And I said, well, I'm not doing it at you. It's not mm. about you. I'm angry about this, 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 yeah, but I'm the only one here. Yeah, I'm the only so one now in I'm the room. getting this barrage. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not, it's not, I'm not, this, I'm not angry with you. I'm yeah. angry at this situation. And I, and it's, you come away from it, you go, oh yeah, shit, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a shit thing to do. Now, like, yeah. this, in, in real life, it's your job to fucking curtail that shit. That's right. Like, to realise yeah, the situation you're putting other people in. Yep. And I think it would be great if we managed to do that online. Like, mm. if we realised that, hang on, I'm not adding anything here. No. So I don't need to say that. I'm just trying to shout or, the loudest. Yeah. yeah. Or I want to express this thing I'm angry about, but let me put some effort in so mm. it's funny or, or you get some joy out of it. Yeah. You know, like, if we did that. But if you end up seeing a lot of that coming at you, like other people's negativity, you, I think... We, the listeners or viewers or whatever, have a we can curate our own experience, mm. you know. And I think if you find yourself online and you're just getting angrier, well, the first you can put down your phone or you can just fucking mute them, you yeah. Know? Like, yeah. if one of your friends, like, it's something I noticed it with my dad just this last couple of months, mm. he's always been a bit Brexity. You know? yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. he lied on the, the day after the referendum. No, I vote remain, mate. Me. <laughs> but he didn't. He admits it a few years yeah, later. Yeah. Uh, a few months later. But um, he's got Facebook on his phone now. He didn't have that like six months yeah. ago. He didn't have Facebook on his phone. And oh my God. He's <laughs> like, he's gone from being like a bit like just anti the European Union not mm. any that like, intangible he's heard it for 40 years of yeah. like Europe shit Europe, you know it's like yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. air around him to like proper fucking <laughs> propaganda bullshit no, yeah. coming out of his mouth and it, he's genuinely I feel like taking his phone off him and like muting Uncle Bill and uh, just like <laughs> just going through and just saying look 
just get those people off and just seeing if he he the the a chirpiness bubbles back because yeah. he he's not curating his experience and somebody else is like it feels like yeah it's weird but like, I think we can make ourselves happier by just knowing that that's happening like I think we have to be aware of it as as blokes mm, oh god yeah as, yeah, as yeah, people. yeah like I tell you what like obviously there's all that backlash around the Gillette advert yes. Like yeah, or some there was some funny stuff as well. Like let let children wrestle and let little boys wrestle oh, yeah, and all this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right? But like <laughs> that, what that Gillette ad, ad was could have been used for. Obviously, Gillette used it to. Well, they were bandwagon jumping, weren't like, they? Yeah, they really. Were, and like, it's a really good way of not having to spend any money on advertising. That's it. Like Procter and Gamble or whoever it is, Lever or yeah. whoever owned them, their their value went up right. after that because you don't have to buy adverts, even if everyone's angry at you. When Nike, everyone yeah. was boycotting Nike, their value went up six billion. Well, there's outrage that. Creates clicks on your yeah, on and your, it gets past yeah. ad block as well because it's a human saying, Oh, Nike, or Oh, they're great, you yeah. Know? JJ Whitehead, who's a comedian that writes for on the Jim Jeffrey show, mm. <clears throat> I spoke to him recently and he said that. Um, I see how I, this is how I found out about being ratioed because mm. he said that uh, Jim, Jim had been on Conan or it's and he said something somewhere, and so they decided online decided they were going to go and ratio his. Down yeah. ratio his clip so they all go on they all click the thumbs down thumbs yeah. down thumbs down and some people just joining in and like, oh, I'm just here for the ratio man and they all thumbs yeah. down and he got like Jim was like Jim's not on social media anymore he's binned it off but he was like fuck man he goes Did. he goes why are they doing this he goes it's bollocks but then uh, the people behind Conan got in touch with Jim and said mate can you come back on because that's the most viewed video clip we've ever had yeah so there's there's so even though the ratio in it it's, there's a the companies are seeing that as a positive, like yeah. it's still being seen. Like so, there's there's a, a YouTuber called H Bomber Guy. He's a sound lad, right. as far as I'm concerned. He's got a video called Woke Brands that goes into this kind of uh, manufactured offence, manufactured right. rage, you know. And it's just a really, he's a very well crafted, very funny video, but that. When it happened to Keurig coffee machines, because they decided they weren't going to advertise on Fox or okay. or whoever, and everyone got angry because oh how dare they, you know? Yeah. And people said when that was going off, like the next time this happens, it's going to be deliberate, and the next time it happened, it was Nike, and they yes. made billions. But like, yeah, we we're at that weird point where I think we forget. That people are trying to make money. Mm. It all comes back to money. You know, like, yeah. like there you could argue that Dave Chappelle didn't need to put those LGBT jokes in there, yeah. and maybe he put them in because he knew yeah. that it would stir up a little hornet's yeah. nest, and, now, and, and it has. Everybody's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, everyone's talking about it, and there's people out there defending him, and mm. there's 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 far less people angry about it though. Like I'm finding very few people who are like genuinely pissed off yeah, at those jokes. Yeah, well, most people just go, eh, not, yeah, like I never liked him anyway. So if it was like a left and right team sport thing, mm. the left are like, eh, where the right are going, ah, whoa, look yeah. at them, they're all the SJWs, ah, yeah, like they're like really, <laughs> all right, guys, we just. 
like, yeah, we didn't really just don't, yeah. don't care about it you know it's, it's not even Marmite you know <laughs> so we're, we're not even Marmite about it care. it's just like you know Batoli olive spread yeah. about it like, there is yeah. that it's that just and it is all online mm. sometimes I look at my laptop I said this the other day and you look at it and you can see it moving with all the shouting and the hollering and yeah. the screaming yeah, and it's like a gateway to hell and you open your laptop Rah! this is outrage and anger and fighting and it's like doing a cartoon with, yeah. the, with the cloud and all the feet and their hands coming out of it and you go oh god I just want to check my emails okay I'm going in I'm going in right, right. I'm in just check your emails just check your emails mm. I wonder what Twitter's doing today and you get sucked into this fucking yeah. thing and you can't even make a comment about anything without you are, you are 280 characters away from an arsehole yeah. at any moment well, like we were talking about gender stuff earlier then, mm. and there's like loads of questions that I want to ask, yeah. but I know I can't. I know like that, I mean, it's not that I can't, it's just that yeah, I don't know, so yeah, you're I, scared I'm of scared of like yeah. stumbling or... And most people, if you speak to them, like they will, they will be, they, if you're honest and go, look, I want to ask you this, but I don't know how. Yeah. One on one, they'd go. Well, just this. Let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Yeah. But where it's online, you're all in. It's just like this is big fight. It's big well, playground. Because there's an audience. Spans. Yeah. You, you know, even if like, um, um, say, she's not on Twitter anymore, but there's a, a YouTuber called Contrapoints who, right. this is a trans woman, just just makes good like high art videos. Mm. It's like very very theatrical, but like getting into issues. She 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 has one about humor. Called, yeah, the, I think the video is called The Darkness, and she she's sort of talking about this uh, like, um, about what you can joke about about like the quality of of humor. Um, but it's a great video. But like, I could, there's questions I'd want to ask her about her transition her experience like did things like facetune on your phone like the the filters help you know yeah like being able to see yourself in a more feminine way yeah like earlier in your was that a beneficial thing or could that be a negative thing Mm. maybe maybe because it is a false image or that maybe you, people sort of mocking and yeah like yeah. like does but does that cycle but that's an awkward yeah question I can't that's not a question of that oi oi <laughs> trans, oi you transgenders does it what, gather round what do you think of face tune <laughs> like like I can't say that to the ga- like the audience and <laughs> alright yeah. <laughs> yeah you know but you could to a trans person one on one yeah, you know, I've got I've got a couple of guests coming up that are trans people, and and I will be asking them and just saying, look, I, I've met trans people before. Mm. I don't really know. I don't know the journey. I, don't, I hate we're using that word journey, but I don't really know. Mm. I don't. Wow, what must be? Go, what must you feel like inside to feel like you're not in the right body? Mm. My, that I I can't even begin to comprehend that because mm. I'm like, well, I I'm sort of like I'm a bloke. That's what I am. Yeah, I see it. So to have this, this like, because it gets like confusing with like, because we talk about like, like gender doesn't exist, and they're like, like right, this, this not a thing. Go, like the so idea how do you that feel you're gender in? is a construct. Yeah, yeah. so know? then go, wow. So if that's the case, then why would you feel like you're in the wrong body? Yeah, and then you're like, whoa, it's just this. It, it, this is just infinite. You know, is it does it then come down to the constructs that are placed upon us? Like you're a girl, so you wear this and you do that. Like I, I suppose, like for for a bloke of our generation, like I 
think there weren't many role models of the type of blokes we grew up to mm. be. Like, I, th- there's... There is like a construct for you're either like an office dad or a a builder. Yes, I think you have a joke about being born in a high vis jacket. Sort yeah, of thing. real men, real, real men, men are, they weren't put nappies; they were put straight into high vis vests. And like you don't identify with that role in yeah. society. I feel maybe there's something similar to that, but obviously on a on a grander more ex- existential scale than yeah well i don't want to dig holes <laughs> that's <laughs> you know definitely I mean? me uh, yeah. yeah i was oh, fuck that i yeah. was not cut out to dig holes in the floor although <laughs> um, i sound like i am oh god totally yeah. totally and you've, sound... d- you've dug a hole there it's just <laughs> um like, that's just me looking downstairs in a downstairs don't know if flat. you can see it from here no, that's the other side, isn't it? That's the other side of the water. Okay. So you got a Corriton. Yeah. I worked there for a bit. Okay. Filling, filling uh, gas bottles for Calagas. Nice. Man's work. Yeah. And I worked... My, yeah. My first job was cleaning cement mixers with an angle grinder. Oh, it doesn't get more manly oh, than that. Yeah. Nothing yeah. more satisfying than, than angle grinding concrete off of a cement But then you worked in a gay sauna, which yeah, is even manly. Yeah, there you surely. go. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Steve, um, oh, what's his name? Australian Jobs. comic. Steve Jobs. Yeah, him. <laughs> Steve Jobs. My mate Steve Jobs. I was hanging around with Steve Jobs and uh, Billy. But, uh, little him. Bill Gates. <laughs> and, uh, so manly. Yeah, at the gay song. There's a, there's, a, there's a comedian. Oh, God, what's his name? Steve, Australian. Fuck. But he talks about, you know. Steve Minchin. Steve, yeah, that's him. <laughs> Far from being... Feminine, your you man, your gay man. I mean, they fuck men. Yeah, that's the manliest thing you can uh, do. Yeah, yeah. They, that's not fucking about thundering, <laughs> thundering in you, <yeah>. clattering. <laughs> it's funny, like just like buff Hughes, like Steve Hughes, Steve Hughes. Never heard of him, mate. You think my videos are shit? Go and watch Steve Hughes. You'll, you'll, you'll Steve Hughes is brilliant. Steve Hughes is brilliant. Now I take back what I said when it comes to Steve Hughes with videos. Steve Hughes's videos are brilliant. Check them out. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> thundering into them. Thundering into each other um, on a Wednesday, on a wet, we, rainy Wednesday afternoon, having paid £3 to enter the sauna. And was it like busy all day? You had quiet times, um, but there were all there was always somebody in there and it was all it was a place where men would go and would I find it really interesting things. like a straight sauna doesn't exist in that way. Like I don't suppose I suppose it didn't really you know, it because doesn't need, it didn't to, need exist. to exist. Even but now I, even now because of the, the apps you've got, the, the saunas are shutting down, you don't need yeah. them anymore. Like it's much easier to meet people. Yeah. But like I feel like maybe it would be handy. You know? To just have a... To have, like, instead of... Yeah. Like, if you if we grew up in a time where it's like, you know what? Lunchtime, I'm going to go have some sexual intercourse. And you could go to a place and... and yeah. Straight people could learn a lot from the gay community just having when a, it like, comes to that. a little yeah. rollabout with yeah. a consensual partner, yeah. you know, for your lunch or whatever. And then back to work, refreshed. Yeah. You know, focused. And you go, and it, and on, and it's equal for all, oh, got men and women both into this. I, you know what? I, I, I always think about this from like, I do think there's sometimes that straight blokes get aggy with gay blokes just because they're fucking jealous. Yes, it's like, exactly. of course. Why wouldn't you be jealous? This the sauna. I had a mate that would come down, and he he said to me, he goes, Look, if there's anyone in it that comes in that you think I'd quite like, 
I'd worked with him for quite a bit, so yeah. I sort of knew his type. He said, just let me know and I'll yeah. come down. So this guy walked in. They're still friends now, actually. His name's Mark. And he came in and I just thought, oh, yeah, that's actually, uh, that's right up his street. So I texted him and mate, I hadn't even finished the temper text. Is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't even finished the text and he's there. My <laughs> mate's there at the door. Still got bolognese around his mouth. <laughs> he's having his dinner. And they went off and, they, and he came down and he went upstairs and he met him and, and then they did whatever they were doing and, Dance, in their towels. Yeah, and that's. But isn't that? It's so much easier if that, because fundamentally, both men and women want that. Yeah, really. I like, I like, I'm not. I'm like. This sounds probably. If this, in there this, is, this sounds like too like. No, but it's. Yeah. I I've talked about. Like, obviously, I had Stoya, who's a porn actress, right. on the podcast, and like, I do think if we can get the barriers to things like sex out of the way mm. if we can the more of this stuff we can pull down and get into the open yeah. like, like our trousers <laughs> our genitals into the open but no the more of it we can get out of the way the less problems there are absolutely and, and like yeah. you, obviously once we once we feel more comfortable talking about sex like men talking about sex with each other mm. like not just yeah and I fucked her up the ass yeah, 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 like yeah. actually saying you know what I love it a bit, but sometimes I lose focus. And and you have that conversation of like, how do you get focus back yeah. when you're like, because thinking it, like if, if, if uh, Mr. P, I, I don't know what you call, you call him. No, but. Little Rich. Mine's Little Rich. Little Rich. Little Rich. <laughs> I'm not going to go dick. That's dick, too dick. much. That's too carry on. That's too upsetting. Little yeah, Dick. Little Dick. Oh. But like, yeah, if he wavers, if he's if he's losing his uh, turgidity, yeah. and then you start <laughs> uh, thinking about it, he's yes, going to go. Yes. He's just going to roll. If oh, you're not going to knock the legs from under him. If you're not committed, I'm not. I'm out. Yeah. You know? So like, but having that conversation is not a conversation a lot of blokes are going to have. No. And... That just builds up more and more problems. That means that that's a thing that a bloke's not talking about. Yeah. And maybe he's worried about it. And, and maybe that's causing him stress. And uh, maybe he works in a nuclear power station. And he's, he's not focused. You know? And that's how Chernobyl comes about. Um, Boom. <laughs> you Thousands so, of you people mean? died because that guy couldn't keep it up and didn't know who to talk to about it. Think it through, guys. Save the world. You know what? I just you think those conversations are important. You've blamed yeah. Chernobyl on, on, <laughs> on a man wow. just slightly losing his focus <laughs> during sex. Just, uh, oh my just god! Worrying. But you know what I mean, though. Yes. It's like we, if we can stop having to fuck about with problems, like humans have been banging since we existed. But well, the fact that we exist is because of banging. Yeah, like so. so maybe why can't we, we talk about it? Got to a point where, like, yeah. No, we've been around for millions of years. We should have got our edge around it by now. Like, I, I feel like by this point, we shouldn't even have to talk about it. No. Like, we should have talked about it so much that everything is known about it, and you can just go, "Oh, well, yeah, no, that's a thing that happens." Well, it's the control, you know, element. It was the church, wasn't it, trying to control everybody? So they probably put, yeah, they put, you know, limits on it, and they put, they put the, they put the mockers on but it. But we still know? do it now. Yeah. Like, um, what the the under Theresa May, the government brought in loads of rules about what uh, porn was allowed. Mm. Like, so there's some a lot of um, female domination of men, 
like uh, ball busting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Like, if you like it, you like it. But uh, it's not for me, bro. Um, like I saw one the other day. He had his balls in that poked through a plank of wood, and she was just standing on them. Uh, Don't ask me why that came up, but that, I didn't Google it. It just came up. Yeah, the As algorithm. I was doing my the algorithm you know, just, just showing you what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just ushering it in. Let me look at plank balls. Ego rich. <laughs> but you know, like, like whatever you're into. But the government banned a lot of it, right. and it was just really funny to me that it was. 99% of it was women dominating men stuff. Ah. It was very, very specific. And it was like... So the old pricks come on, government. Yeah, the stuff you enjoy privately, yeah, yeah, you're banning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, we... I don't know, it just... we with some really things that should be small problems that are in the fucking way. And if we got those problems out of the way, maybe we can start working out why we, we're so scared of brown people. Ah, mate. We... They, it, it all comes really when you when you work when you really go down to the fundamentals. Yeah, there are there are differences between men and women. But, Boobs, but, right? <laughs> no, not I don't know. I'm in my forties, <laughs> not so much. But they are. But they're they're there for a reason because when you put a man and a woman together, when you put people together, it works like a jigsaw puzzle. Mm. You, like not just men and women, all people. When you yeah. put us together, fundamentally, we all work, and then we, that's why we become top of the tree. That's why we are the way we are. There are differences between all of us, but there's but they when you put it together they work and mm. and we but we we're in this big fight now where because you know what it's because of the people in power have fucked it up. Mm. We should go back to living in a hut, growing our own uh, fruit and veg bread, and then we do uh, we barter instead of working. Yeah, bartering. What what can you do as a trade? Well, I. I'd be fucked actually. I'm, I'm like clown. fat beats. <laughs> I'm a clown. I can tell you a joke. <laughs> yeah, that's not even worth an, an egg, yeah. let alone a chicken. But like Jimmy Carr would do well in that. Like his bunk, he's just stole Bob Monkhouse's <laughs> joke book and made it dirty. <laughs> so that you know? would so that's it. He's already made a name for himself. So people are going to trust him. Yeah. To supply them with some good quality, good quality jokes. comedy. Yeah. Whereas if I rock up and go. Oh, I do what Jimmy does. Yeah. Like, no, I've seen the videos before society <laughs> crumbled. <laughs> I, 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 one of the last things I saw was your shit video. And I fucking downloaded it. And now it. I fucking hate you. I actually lost a member of my family. <laughs> I could have run upstairs to save my daughter, but I took the time. To ratio I, I wasn't even logged in. I had to log in. I could hear her screaming. She, she was dying. As my family burned. Logged in. I had to, you know, get a new password. I've forgotten it. <laughs> Wait, he said, oh, you jump over to Gmail. Get, oh God, yeah. I, mean, I had to remember to put an exclamation point in, and then downvote it. You know, that's, that's what I chose to do in my life. I think on that bombshell, we, I quoted uh, Jeremy Clarkson. I feel, I feel bad. That's taken all the energy that, out of me. Okay. He used to say at the end of Top Gear. Oh yeah. He's come up multiple times in in Has this he? podcast for no apparent reason. Like he, we were talk. I was talking about him. I think in next week's one, which will be last week's one, when yes. we were hearing it about Stuart Lee talking about Clarkson and Hamster Hammond. Right. And Hamster Hammond being like the little kid that follows the bully oh, around. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I don't know why it came up. I, I may not, it didn't even, might not have even gone in. Like, sometimes I e edit chunks. Yeah. So, it's really funny. Like, I think certain <laughs> things have come up multiple times in the podcast. But, but they haven't. I've just cut them out. <laughs> like, yeah. I, do you know what? There was a time, I think it would have been around 2007, I didn't have a lot of money, 
uh, I was living, I was with my one of my, an ex girlfriend of mine, and I had my two sons and her family, and we were living in this. What was, was it? Basically, a log cabin on the side of this hill in in Caterham. It was an amazing house. It's like mm. it's like a ski lodge that we were looking at. They were basically going to knock it down, and we were yeah. allowed to live in there until they did. But we watched Top Gear constantly because yeah. my lads liked it. It kind of it was one thing that we all kind of agreed on that was all right. I, I think it's a, one yeah. of the few things me and my dad like yeah. could understand together. But then it started getting into the fake drama, right? Yeah. There, and you go, oh mate, come on, yeah, come on. I find it. I I do find cars weird. You're I not a fan. I just don't get them. You don't like, get cars. No, I get them, but there's like a level. Once you've gone past like thirty grand. On a car, yeah. everything else feels very wasteful. Well, the, all these supercars that you see now—I mean, why would? I was not attractive. I walked from Paddington Station to uh, from Oxford Circus Station to Paddington the other day. Yeah. So you walk through, obviously, like past Selfridges and all that, but you walk through a few nice bits of London and a few shitty bits yeah. of London. It's like a mile and a half, a bit longer than that. And there was a bloke. I'm walking, and this bloke in a Maserati is at the same speed as me for fucking five minutes. <laughs> He's just next to me. Like, it's just like, I feel like you're damaging that. Yeah. I, I know, like, you feel fucking great. You've got, like, a 200 grand car or whatever. It's like, but that's a house. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, that's childish. I feel seems, like yeah. if I had that level of money, I'd feel better about going to fucking, I don't know, coming to Leon C and buying a, two up two down yeah and just giving it to someone <laughs> i'd feel like pretty you know what that family they're fucking set for the next 30 years there you go. no yeah. rent they, they 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 can probably progress and yeah. all that Flog shit. it on and you then know you've, yeah i do like cars i like old cars though so mm. i like a classic car my dream would be to have a classic car escort popular one. mark ii yeah <laughs> proper essex oh <laughs> fucking love them I, I i do like the older shittier cars yeah i don't know what it is about them i don't know like i like older golfs oh nice that's yeah. but that's like the dream yeah right and mark, mark one or mark two uh probably mark two yeah nice yeah probably mark two. nice about yeah i like a mark one I, there is a th- i follow a lot of people on instagram that a lot of the american classic cars where there's a mm. thing they're doing now where they look rusted and fucked on the top but underneath they're pristine mm. so the engine's new the chassis is new and it's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. they look yeah. and it's called patina. It's like this patina. Mm. And, it's, and I like that. And I, if I had one of them, it'd be, I'd like that. If it was then, furniture, it'd be distressed. It would. Upcycles, <laughs> distressed cars. <laughs> That's how I hang on to my man badge. I like, yeah. I like cars. Yeah, I, I like literally, I think everything in life, like I, I always see cool things mm. and I can't help doing the financial equation right, yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. is that, Fucking worth it. I was oh, driving mate, behind yeah. a, a bloke driving a Bentley on the M25, and uh, yeah, we're both going seventy. I'm yeah. in a, I'm in my one point two Polo, <laughs> fucking wrecking it. Like, Trying to keep up with a Bentley. But like, like he's in his car on his own. And I'm in my car on my own, and it's like we're both being wasteful right now. But I'm being wasteful with a six grand car. <laughs> You're being wasteful. A fuck ton more than me. That is, yeah. I, I just find it. It's a weird system. Those those developed. cars. They're they're a status symbol. They're not. That's not someone going. Oh, you know what? This is a. I, I use this car because it does this. Yeah. It does that. It fulfills my needs. It's basically a dick on wheels. It's kind yeah. of. Yeah. This is. But this the weird thing about energy, those yeah. status symbols is 
none, none of us who see him on the road know him or even see his face. No, so it's all in his own head. It doesn't yeah. actually mean anything to us. No. So it means something to him and like one bloke at the golf yeah, club. Yeah, but that's but that's how these people get their money. That's how these people go through life stomping on, on everybody to get where they are. Yeah, because they have that in their head. They're like everybody's looking at me. Yeah, everybody knows me. And I'm going to drive through town in my big dick on wheels, and everyone's going to go, "What? There's, there's, there's that a, dude." There's a bloke who drives around Brighton. I can't remember. I think his name's Mr. King or something. Like his number plate, and he's got yeah. like a oldish looking Rolls. You know, beautiful, yeah. but it's done in this like weird, not I don't know, like crazy multi metallic, but like different angles. It looks right, different okay. colors, like pearlescence, pearlescent, yeah. but like. I think, I suppose the base colour would be like bronze with pearlescence. And it is like opulent as fuck. And he'll Mm. just park that thing anywhere. And it's like, I get it. Yeah. But you're not doing anything. No. But they they think they are. They think they're... If he was driving around in a, like, I don't know, Mesh Schmidt bubble car with (laughs) I, I cured cancer on it, I think I'd care more. Yeah. <laughs> if he'd actually cured cancer. Yeah, we can obviously. all have a sticker on our cars, mate, that say we've cured something. Yeah, yeah. Have you put the work in? Yeah. Have you actually cured something? But these people do that. To sh- it's just showing off. It's just another level of showing off. I, I, I do get it. I do get it. And I suppose it's something that you don't have to deal with in comedy because there's not too much, like, tools to go with. Yeah. In music, like, especially in electronic music, people are so snobby about like gear and all that and it's like at the end of the day all that matters is the sound coming out to the listener like it doesn't matter that you spent 10 grand on this synthesizer if it sounds like shit yeah you know it's still the note it's still their emotional response that matters and uh i don't know i don't know i just i just think people are fucking weird yeah, people are, you know what, that's it. And I think that's how we round it off, is that people are fucking weird. Yeah. On all, is that thing they go, oh, there's a spectrum. Yeah, we're all on it. We're all, we're on, all it. on it. Yeah. It's just everybody. There's no certain people. We're all weird. It's weird that we're here. Yeah. And it's, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no point to it. It just is. So we should just, just smash the place up. Just, uh, just have sex and. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll give it a go. Right? All right then. I'm gonna have to concentrate. Though. <laughs> oh, that tastes so salty. <laughs> oh, it's like flour and water and salt and orange peel. So there you go. Delightful, delightful chat. That second half, I think I say uh, like more times than I've ever said it in an hour. Yeah, I, I think it might be a world record. So I'm fucking happy with that. I'm damn happy with that. Did it. I, I'd like to thank uh, my team, my agent, for helping me achieve my goal of saying like more times than any humans ever said it in a, in an hour. And definitely, if you can, go check out Rich's stuff. I know we were mocking his videos and stuff, but he's a funny man. I wouldn't have had him on if he wasn't a funny man. If he was shit... I wouldn't have wouldn't have sent him the message in the first place, you know. I would have just ignored him, which is what you should do with shit stuff. Just ignore it; it will go away in the end. And by shit stuff, I mean shit like content, not like if you've got a horrible looking mole. A friend of mine's got a really bad looking mole on his face, and um, not in a bad, not in an ugly sense. In a it looks like cancer sense. 
and uh, he will not do anything about it. He just ignores it. And every time anyone says anything, he gets very defensive. And it's like, dude, it's getting worse. It's changing color. It's changing shape. Please go to a doctor. But you know, don't ignore moles. Is is essentially what I'm saying. Thank you once again to the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash Sack for keeping this podcast going. Music from the pod is at danlasack.bandcamp.com. You can use that. That's not going to be free forever. I've been talking about it online. Check out my Twitter to find out. But yeah, eventually you're going to have to pay for it. Um, which seems silly after some of it's been out a while. But there's reasons and thoughts behind that. But talk to me online if you want to know more. Um, next episode's guest I haven't decided yet I haven't decided yet there's a couple of people who I've been trying to corner and uh, talk to but where I've been so busy with with like day job stuff and trying to trying to earn those dollar dollar bills y'all see see I, I can I'm a rapper I'm, I'm the rap god um, what was I saying I got distracted for, by Wu-Tang Oh, yeah, so I've just been having a little trouble nailing down a, a sensible date to get the next one recorded. But hopefully there shouldn't be any delay. There's not usually, but if there is, it'll only be a smidge. Only a little smidge of time. Uh, but yeah, I'll see you next episode. Have a lovely, lovely life and stuff. And uh, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Unless the things I wouldn't do are things you like really, really enjoy doing. Then obviously do them. I don't want to get in the way of your happiness. Have fun.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.